0: from Relay FM. This is virtual episode number 26. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Hover, simplified domain management. My name is Mike Hurley and I'm joined as always by Mr. Federico Vettici. Hi Federico. Hey Mike. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well sir. Very well. I've had a busy day today. Oh yeah. Yeah, busy busy how? <laughs> I'll tell you about it in a bit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so
1: jealous. <laughs>
0: um. So let's uh, we uh, we're gonna talk we're gonna talk 3ds today. Um, we're gonna talk about that a little later on. Uh, but before that, of, of course, because we cannot disrupt the order of the show, we have some follow up.
1: So listener of the show, Kerry Hartline on Twitter, he made a good point uh, about the last episode we were talking about speed runs and using glitches uh, to speed run a game, and he tweeted the new generation of speedruns will be completing free-to-play games without buying in-app purchases. Which is, I mean, I guess it, this is a uh, kind of funny, <laughs> funny thing to think about, you know, uh, especially in mobile games, trying not to buy in-app purchases and trying to, to show how skilled you are in a, in, a, in a free-to-play game to just finish a game in the shortest amount of time possible without spending any money. And and I I guess this is a joke, uh, but it's actually a really good point, <laughs> and it, and it is something yeah. that I that I, I, think I about didn't often. take
0: it as a joke at all. Like I read it and was like, yeah, you know what? That probably makes sense because that stuff yeah. would take a while unless you really knew what you were doing. Like a lot of strategy would have to go into it. But I'm also wondering,
1: are we sure that in maybe five, ten years, maybe more? Uh, First, will we have any way to play current free-to-play games and re-download them from the App Store? Will they even run on new versions of whatever we'll be using? And two, will there be anyone who will care about these sort of games in 20 years? Because today you can find people still playing Ocarina of Time or the last episode we were talking about Super Mario World from the SNES. In 20 years, people will be playing what? Like, the Simpsons tapped out game from the App Store? Or maybe, I don't know, what's another free-to-play game? Like, um, what's the racing game that EA bought? Real Racing? racing? I mean, do you think that people in 20 years will be playing these
0: games? They probably won't be playing them, but they could probably get their hands on them. Like, for example, I was looking this up for something today. Do you remember Sega's Super Monkey Ball? Yes. That they made for the iPhone. Yeah. It's still available on the App Store. It was last updated in June of 2009. Well, that's really sad. <laughs> so, like, as long as they leave them there, they will run.
1: Uh, not necessarily. Well, uh, I'm, 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 I'm
0: finding out because I'm, I'm downloading the <laughs> okay. original. They, they there have a new versions. Like, they have, like, a version 2 on here, and they have some crappy Peggle rip-off free-to-play game as well that they made. Mm-hmm. But they've left the original one. Like, I'm not really sure why they did that, but it's still the pro- there. You can still get it. Yeah, but the problem is that if
1: you want to play original Super
0: Nintendo games,
1: you just buy the cartridge and you use a console and you play the game. Or you use emulation to play these old games again. With the App Store, with mobile games, uh, you won't be able to, I guess, to... Uh, you won't be able to use an emulator and you won't be able to buy the game physically. So if the game crashes at launch, you'll have a serious problem. So you'll have to find an old version of iOS, put it on your device, and you have to hope that you'll still be able to download the original firmware from Apple servers in 20 years. See, it's really complicated because... And I was prompted to to talk about this by a recent issue with Square Enix, Um Uh, one of their games on the app store so Square Enix has been doing lots of uh, conversions for iPhone and iPad and one of these games uh, The World Ends With You it's an original DS game that they uh, brought to iOS with a kind of steep price as usual Uh, the game was crashing at launch for many users until a few weeks ago and Square Enix said we're not going to update the game you, you. If the game crashes, whatever. So a lot of users were upset. A lot of uh, video game websites uh, wrote about it. And Square Enix, Square Enix basically completely uh, reversed the decision. So they're going to update the game for iOS 8. But that was only the result of people getting upset. Now in 20 years, maybe there's a new Cosmo in 20 years who wants to speedrun, I don't know, some game like the Peggle, uh, and the developer doesn't care about updating the game for iOS 22 if it's still called iOS we don't know and i find it very unlikely that in 20 years or 15 even 10 years not too not too far away into the future even 10 years i find it very unlikely that will that technically and practically people and developers will care to play old mobile games or maybe I'm just too skeptical and and like I don't I don't I don't really think mobile at least the majority of mobile games will be remembered as console games are or well, have
0: been. If you think though the the console games that are remembered, it's only a small percentage of the amount of console games that were released. So maybe they're just you know there will still be like Monument Valley. Like do you think that will be remembered and it, and I think it will be played. You know. Mm-hmm. I, yeah i yeah. think people will, will try and play that just to give you an update i am currently playing super monkey ball doesn't crash doesn't crash it's working man it but hasn't is it, even is it, is it retina <laughs> no it, has, it isn't even like well no it's not retina and it's not updated for the five inch screen let alone the monster thing that i've got here but yeah no it's not retina um, but it works and playing some levels it's, 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 i remember this game being man like i got it I was like whoa can't believe that something on, like on this the, exists you know on the iPhone on yeah. the iPhone
1: yeah yeah because he used the the gyroscope yep it was one of the first games to uh, to really use the gyro on on, I, on on the iPhone not not even iOS it was Whoa. called iPhone OS
0: <laughs> genius by apple it was one of the very first games uh, Sega got to see um the SDK before it was released They were able. So when Apple had their roadmap event, the software roadmap event in March of 2008, um, they had Sega on stage to show off what they were doing with Super Monkey Ball. Yeah, I didn't didn't remember that. Good good (laughs) memory, man. It's not a memory, man. I've been I've been researching. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Used your Google skills.
0: Uh huh. (laughs) So anyway, I'm I'm a bit.
1: uh, I mean, we talked about uh software preservation in the age of the app store on connected a few few months ago Yeah, we
0: did didn't we we did i mean one one thing like because in case we get any follow-up about it like what you could do is like as long as you've bought the game you'll be able to download it even if it goes away i mean that is a thing like i i'm not saying like that is a, a solution but people may think that so yes you could definitely do that but but if there's bugs and stuff there's nothing you can do because the yep. hardware has moved on as you say but you know you said about getting an old console like getting an old iOS device might be as easy as doing that if not easier because there's probably more of them
1: probably but still I think you'll be running into more issues than getting a game for from an old home console yeah uh, because there's... you start you start to get stuff like what if the the mobile game does some sort of server-side validation for in-app purchases. And in 20 years, the developer's uh, website is down and you can no longer use some sort of server-side feature so you can no longer buy the in-app purchase or you cannot, I don't know, see a cutscene because it's the cloud is gone in 20 years and the game is basically useless. I don't know. It it seems like... um, I mean, there's so much software compared to 20 years ago then maybe applying the old standards of preservation and it doesn't really work. We need to think about this issue in a different way. Uh, or maybe, I don't know, maybe Apple will do something about this to, to, to make sure that even if the App Store closes for some reason in two decades, or if Apple s- stops, I don't know, making iOS devices, they will have some sort of uh, official emulator for the App Store. That'd, that'd be Someone
0: cool. could build an emulator. It should be done by Apple, I think. Yeah, but if, I mean, someone really could f- do it, though. You know, I don't know. Could they really? Well, but I mean, would you have expected people could have done it for like the Nintendo?
1: I don't know. Like, I, I guess, I, don't think I guess, it's I guess, people, I guess, I guess, people always find a way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. I should be more optimistic.
0: Love finds a way, Federico.
1: Love, uh, emulation finds a way. Emulation uh. finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, I I saved uh, just a couple of links for you this week. Uh, three links that I want to mention to our beloved listeners of the show who will be able to find these links, Mike, in the show notes.
0: Yes, they can indeed. Those show notes, they are in a very specific location. That location is relay.fm slash virtual slash 26, the number two. And then the number six.
1: Thank you for the detailed explanation of our numbers work. No problem. Um, my, I guess at this point, my favorite YouTube channel, Kids React. Uh, <laughs> they did an episode about the Power Glove. So last week we talked about the the Power Glove and the guy who did the crazy customization for the stop motion films he makes. And uh, this week, Kids React to a very specific game, Red Racer. For the NES played using the Power Glove. I I, w- <laughs> I don't want to spoil the video. Go watch the video. There are these teenagers. Uh, they, they they put on the Power Glove and they, they basically the guy behind the camera asks them to figure out the game and the and the controls. And the reactions are hilarious. It's it's amazing. Like I don't know what the developers were thinking because. Uh, in the mi- uh, in the middle of the video, then the the, the YouTube guy gives the, the teens uh, the official manual of the game so they can see the instructions and you can see all the little drawings and the gestures that you're supposed to perform in this game to, like, steer or accelerate or use the turbo. And <laughs> it looks unplayable. And <laughs> it's such a bad idea, this game. And, like, you're supposed to make a fist... And then, like uh punch forward to use the 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 extra engine and like the boost it's absurd, really. go watch the video Pac-Man Michael, are you familiar with this character
0: bark, bark, bark.
1: exactly mm-hmm. so the the ghosts mm-hmm. did you did you know that they have names?
0: Yes, I have seen uh, this before actually. Pinky
1: and blinky and yeah and, and. so besides names they they also have specific uh trait, personality traits yep. so they are programmed to behave in a, in a certain way so there's the ghost that chases you there's the ghost that uh fakes to chase you and then changes its mind uh and I go watch this video uh also on youtube um a, a great really great explanation uh by TBS game show, which, uh, as I told you last week, Mike, it's a recent addition to my uh, subscriptions on YouTube. Really, really fun explanation of the Pac-Man ghosts. I, I I knew about the game uh, about the names, I didn't know about the different uh, strategies the ghosts use in, in in Pac-Man.
0: I didn't know that there were any different. Like I just assumed they all just chased you.
1: Yeah, me too. And like I assumed that at some point they just start doing different paths because, I don't know, whatever. And it turns out that there's a very specific uh, explanation for the way the ghosts chase you. So mm. really, really interesting. Um, I I got one more link, Mike, mm-hmm. if you don't mind. Of course. Um, it's, it's about an RPG, and it's about my favorite RPG for the 3DS, Bravely Default, which I obsessed over uh, last year. I played, like, 70 hours in this game. And there's going to be a sequel. It's coming out in Japan in April. And now we know the official uh, subtitle, and Layer, which is terrible. <laughs> it's so dumb. It sounds like a Photoshop menu item. End um, Layer.
0: End Layer. Does that have any kind of reference to the game?
1: So, in the first game, without spoiling too much, the ending was... Hidden in the subtitle. So this is why people freak out over the subtitles of Bravery Default. There's a major plot twist in the first Bravery Default. And the plot twist is into like it's a it's hidden in the subtitle, which is Flying Fairy.
0: I don't understand Federico.
1: I don't want to tell you. I don't want to tell our listeners. It's a major well, spoiler.
0: I'm never going to play this game. So, do you want to just like. If
1: you remove some letters from the subtitle of the first game, you understand like the whole story of the game.
0: All right. let me go take a look at this bravely.
1: So, it, the problem is that there doesn't seem to be any, any secret reference in End Layer. Uh, so the, it is seems it
0: like for the sequel. No, no. What did you do? I'm, I'm looking at Nintendo DS <laughs> Bravely Default images.
1: <laughs> no, you gotta look for a uh, hidden reference. Uh, flying fairy, I think.
0: Oh. Onion. Yeah. So. It's... So. Wait, I'm so confused. So flying fairy is the is the. Um... The subtitle of the first game right okay so if you remove a letter
1: from it uh, if you remove uh, three uh two letters two letters if you remove the uh, can, can we play a spoiler sound do, do we have any
0: yeah hang on i can actually so, pl- if you give me two seconds i can actually play it live in the show sure please please it takes me a minute because i need to find it and queue it up but It's going to be awesome when it does happen. It could be super loud, though.
1: (laughs) Okay, I will get ready. It's a spoiler horn. If you remove the two Fs, it becomes Lying Mm Aerie. Aerie is a character uh, which turns out to be your final enemy. So during the whole game, she assists you, she pretends to be your friend... She's like a little, a little flying fairy, like like in Zelda, you get you get you know you get Navi, yeah, and in this game you get Aerie. and so it's in the in the subtitle there's lying wow. Aerie because she lies, and she turns out to basically she wants you dead, and uh, so yeah, when you get to the to the uh, <laughs> to the end game, you're like oh my god, this was in the subtitle. That's all incredible. Long-. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So that isn't the so, thing
0: that people get upset about with Bravery Default, yeah. is it, or yeah. is it? I thought it was because it no, no, sh- no, 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 it's another thing. About yeah, Bravely like Default. Y- you mentioned it on the show before, like having to replay yes, oh massive, so- massive sections of the game for uh,
1: three times yeah. over. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. it's uh, amazingly awful. Um, it's like it's like a bad rendition. Of Groundhog Day in video game form, it's like a really bad Majora's Mask.
0: Right, so that was what I was going to say, right? Because I've been I've been preparing for Majora's Mask, mm-hmm. and so I listened to uh, Polygon's review podcast, Quality Control, mm-hmm. and they spoke about it on there. And, and it's kind of I I know a little bit about it because we've spoken about it before, but like that was the most I've actually heard about kind of what you do in the game. So how does it differ then? Because obviously in, in Majora's Mask you're like you're playing over and over and over again the same stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically when you get to the the second half of the game, the first half is amazing. You get to the second half and basically you you need to destroy a series of crystals. And when you destroy these crystals, you alter the balance of the energy in the world. And the, the basically, you're taken um, Like, you travel in time. You, actually, you don't travel in time. You travel each time to a different universe, to a parallel universe. It's like the uh, quantistic theory of uh, alternate universes. And you, basically, the characters in the game are hoping that every time they destroy these crystals, they'll be taken to the right universe. And for, I think... Three or four times they are not taken to the right universe they want to they want to enter, so you have to repeat over and over, and it looks like a bug, honestly, it looks like the game is having issues because you, you do the same and it's really the same enemies, the same crystals for four times or only stronger, so it's boring. there's no new dialogue um you need to grind your characters over and over, and it, and it takes 15 to 20 hours um, if you're leveled enough. And it's just... I wanted to throw the, my Nintendo out of the window because it was... It, I, I mean, I kind of understand if you want to do that sort of stuff for two times, but more than twice, it's really... <laughs> it, it was really bad. And, and, and if it wasn't for the ending and for the first half of the game... I would have been really upset. Uh, the problem is that Bravely Default is so nice. The first half is so addicting. The art and the music are amazing. So, you know, it's like a really bad spot in an otherwise pretty amazing mobile RPG. So,
0: so how does that differ to Majora's Mask then?
1: Oh, Majora's Mask is really different uh, because... Um, First they made a series of tweaks to the game to make sure you can always save, you can travel to a specific time of... So Majora's Mask Mask takes place in this uh, three-day arc, uh, this 72 hours into the the, the world of Termina. And in the original game, uh, the saving mechanism was different and there were fewer saving points in this uh 3DS remake they added more saving points and they added new ocarina songs to let you travel to a specific point and and they added a new uh notebook feature where you can browse all the details of the of the the citizens of Termina uh because in this game there's a from what i understand because i played a bit of Majora's Mask back in the day i didn't finish the game but i read a lot about this game so you need to do a lot of uh, tasks and subquests at specific times during this 3-day uh, arc and you need to meet with persons specific characters at specific points and in the original game there was no um, easy note not taking feature to remember it, basically in this new version you you have i think it's called a log or a diary and you can browse all these times and details mm. and notes so it's more convenient and you can save more often so it's more convenient on the 3DS and it's fundamentally different from bravely default because um you always do different th- uh things in majora's mask you the, the time period is the same but you always discover new areas new dungeons new characters and there's a lot of, there's a lot of quests in this in this uh time period so it's a lot more the, like the real Groundhog Day because the basic setting is the same, but you always do something different. Uh, so it's not boring, and um, you can experiment with a lot of uh, character customization. Um, it's it's a uh, we, you can you can uh, use all these masks uh, to equip different skills and make Link transform into uh, like different variations. Um, it's it's a it's really dark and cool, from what I from what I remember and what I what I've been reading. Uh, so it's it's in Bravely default. It's just like there's a story and it, and it changes for the first twenty hours, and you and you see a lot of new places, new people, and then it gets stuck over and over. The same dungeons, the same monsters, and you gotta do that three times, and it's super boring.
0: Hmm. Well, there you go, then. Yeah. Okay, should we take a quick break? <laughs> yes. Um, I, I want to play Majora's Mask. Well, uh, we'll talk about uh,
1: that. I, can, I can talk about Bravery Default for
0: a long time. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Don't apologize to me. I wanted to hear it. And this week's episode of Virtual is brought to you by our friends at Hover. Hover is my favorite place to buy and manage domain names. It is my first choice, and when it comes to thinking about buying a domain name, it is the first place I think of and the only website I go to. Hover provides a simple, fast, and hassle-free method of buying domain names, and this is why I love them. I don't want to be faced with a thousand screens, a ton of add-ons and high prices. I just want to get in, select what I need, buy it and get on with building my new idea. It's super easy to search for domains on hover.com. You just enter the phrase you want or some keywords, and Hover will find the best matches for you and show you a list of TLDs. They have all of the TLDs that you'd expect, so these are like the .coms, .cos, .mes, but they also have .sexy, .coffee, you know, if you need that, .academy, if you, you know, maybe you're starting an academy, you know, you can you can get that domain at hover.com. And they have prices for their .com domains, for example, that are starting at just $12.99, which is really well priced. Considering they give you who is privacy for free, Hover believe that you shouldn't have to pay to keep your private information private. Hover have great customer support. I've used and love their email support super helpful. They have great guides on the web too to help you with maybe some of the stuff that you want to do in the DNS stuff and that kind of thing. But they also have a great no hold, no wait, no transfer telephone support policy. It's something that they're famous for. When you call Hover, you'll be talking to an actual human being. You don't get passed around from robot to robot having to press a bunch of buttons. And don't forget, Hover have their valet service where they take all of the hassle out of switching from your current domain provider because they will just handle it for you. So go to hover.com right now and use the code majora at checkout and you'll get 10% off your first purchase at hover.com as majora m a j o r a so thank you so much to hover for their support with this episode so federica
1: so michael uh
0: maybe 2 days ago yeah 2 days or yesterday maybe it was maybe it was mm-hmm. yesterday you sent me a message and you were mm-hmm. like you know ah oh,
1: my- i was i was gloating you <laughs> were yes.
0: <laughs> what did you do tell the people what you did
1: so i i felt really privileged because I was getting my three d s earlier and you were supposed you didn't know when you were getting yours no so I was like I'm getting mine three days earlier because my video game store owner slash longtime friend um he doesn't care about street dates <laughs> for, at all. <laughs> and he's and and it, and actually fun, fun fact here. Um, I was sleeping the other morning. I guess it was Tuesday. And I I wake up to these four messages from my friend. And it's like the, the, the 3DS is here and emoji, like smile. And then after I see the timestamp in the message. Uh, Federico, the 3DS is here! Exclamation point. <laughs> and then I see <laughs> two missed calls, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then the the after another couple of minutes, the the red angry emoji face with the with the horns. I guess it's a devil. Little devil, yeah. <laughs> so I called him. They're like, "Hey, what's up?" He's like, "Did you sleep this morning?" Because it was like noon. Uh, yeah, I wake up late usually. Yeah. So, um so because he, he was excited for you, he really he was re- he was really excited for me, like unusually excited. Oh, that's for cool me. though, man. Yeah, it's that. really cool.
0: It's it, because he, he's a he's
1: a store owner, but he's also a serious uh, gamer. Uh, like like when when the when the store is empty, uh, usually very early in the morning or late in the afternoon, it just sits there and plays stuff. Because he has a huge TV, kind of cool, and he was really excited. So I told him, "Yeah, I'm in Rome, and of course the story is in Viterbo, and so I will I will send my my mom uh, to pick up the console for me." So I sent you a message, and I was like, "Yeah, you know uh, my my 3ds is already is already arrived, but it's in Viterbo, and I'm in Rome, but I, I think I will get it earlier from you know some way." Um, and instead, you told back then, two days ago, you told me, yeah, I don't know when mine's supposed to supposed to be here. Yep. And it turns it basic- out,
0: well, like the, the the I logged into the Nintendo Store system, and they were like waiting for dispatch. Like it, di- and it kind of said like dispatch date was going to be the thirteenth. So it mm-hmm. was like, well, that's that sucks. But I was like, okay, it will arrive when it arrives. And then I was like. I thought to myself, I I could get Amazon Prime to deliver it quicker, right? So I was looking at it I was like, yeah, I could Prime one and it would arrive like on the 13th on Friday morning. Mm-hmm. so I, I was thinking about it and I was like ah, but then because I'm going to be out for some of the day on Friday I was like oh, it's, I know it's going to arrive when I'm not here and it's going to be annoying then I get a, a shipping notification and I'm like oh great so I go onto it and it's like oh your uh, shipping notification you will get this like on or before the 16th and I was like yeah that seems about right like because this was last night I um, was so that seems about right, like, you know, they're going to ship it out again a few days later. And then I kind of looked at the order, I was like, oh, hang on a minute, it was just for the faceplate? <laughs> and I was like, well, <laughs> wow. what's the point of that? Like, why is that happening? For one, why are you shipping the faceplate separately, and why are you shipping it first? And it's like, oh, that's annoying. And then, about a couple of hours later, I got another shipment notification to tell me that the 3DS and the charger had dispatched. And they have, Nintendo, for th- for this delivery, use the best courier company on the planet, right? It's called D- what D- is? it's called DPD. I don't know if they're outside of the UK, right? No, DPD? DPD. DPD, Federico, are the best courier you could ever hope for, right? So I get a dispatch. No, we,
1: we don't have this one.
0: Yeah, no, I I don't know if they if they operate outside of the UK. There might be other places in Europe, but so I got a notification from them. I was like, yes, DPD, right? And, and this is why. <laughs> so this is why. So, um, I went onto their website and it was like, you know, it will arrive tomorrow, and it was like, um, between like eight and five or something. Um, and then it said if you want to guarantee a time slot, you can do that. So you pay. You do pay. You pay ten pounds but I was able to get a guaranteed time delivery between 8 and 10 this morning because I was going out for lunch. So I wanted to be able to guarantee a time slot and I did and I guaranteed it. But this is what's so great about DPD, right? When you, With their tracking, they have GPS in their vans so you can see where their vans are on the website. So, like, you can just watch the guy, and then it updates. Like, it'll wow. be, oh, he's he'll be with you. There's two like people. In,
1: in real time?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I looked at it this morning. It's like, he, he's delivering to one person in front of you. His name's Stuart. Um, and we expect he'll be with you within an hour. And then it was, like, updating and updating and updating. And then he arrived what did at you, look, 9 as morning. You,
1: did you watch the little dot on the map get closer to your house?
0: Yeah, they show your house with one pin, and oh, they show the van wow. with another. Like, it, it's not, like, exactly real time, but it's, like... As good as, like, maybe it updates every 10 15 minutes or whatever. It's wow, fantastic, nice. it's a really great company. Nice. So, yeah, my, my 3DS arrived this morning. Now, I'd been preparing for the system transfer. Now, have you seen much about this? Have you watched yes. the video?
1: No, I didn't watch the video. Uh, tell me, explain it, explain this to me, Mike. All right, is this only for the 3D, new 3DS Excel?
0: No, that's just because the Internet of America
1: made this video. Okay and I mean, because I follow American websites. Okay.
0: Yeah. So the the video is called New Nintendo 3DS XL System Transfer but it's Nintendo of America made the video. Now there are a couple of different ways that you can transfer data from your one 3DS to another. Um and I think like the main way of doing it is basically um not the main way. There's a couple of different ways you can do it via like wireless i don't even know how it works like you can do it's like a wireless transfer so apparently this takes hours and you Mm -hmm. you, you're using the local wi-fi to transfer all the data from one to another there's one called license transfer which i didn't look into because everywhere that i saw about this was like don't do the license transfer okay (laughs) i don't know why i decided i wasn't going to look into it um but it was like yeah no just don't do that so I was like, okay, I won't yeah, do that. Whatever. So then the other one, Now this is the one that they made the video out of. This is like to do a transfer of your, like the cards. So like you're going from, because this goes from a, was it like mic? This is like a regular uh, SD card to a micro SD card. Okay. All right. So, you can't just pop the SD card out of one and put it into another.
1: No, of course, it would be too simple. So <laughs> too basically,
0: easy. what you need to do is, this is the process. Actually, I'll tell you, I watched the video and I decided that I was going to buy a new SD card anyway. I've got a 32 gigabyte SD card, which is like super cheap. It was like 20 pounds or something. So that's like I'm set for life with that. And then, um, I, then bu- I also bought a set of screwdrivers, Federico.
1: <laughs> you... So basically, Bill, setting up a new 3DS is like an IKEA session. Yeah.
0: So this is what you have to do: you turn both, you turn both on, you turn both 3DSs on. You have to update them both, make sure they're both on the, the most current, like system software. Mm-hmm. Then there's a bunch of steps that you have to perform. So you have to go into like settings, and you say like, "Oh, I want to transfer," and then you say you do the, do that on both of them. Say, "I want to transfer. I want to transfer." And then it's like, you have to say, I want to transfer from this one. So you say it on the old one, and then on the new one, you say to this one. Mm-hmm. Then uh, you begin the system transfer. You just have to jump through another few screens. It's like terrifying. It's like, we're going to delete everything. Oh, and by the way, do not create a Nintendo Network ID on your new system, or you just can't do it. Okay. So if you create a new Nintendo Network ID on the new 3DS, which it asks you to do during the setup, you cannot do <laughs> the transfer it sounds like there's a lot of pressure here it's extremely pressured you, you need to watch the video right but then it's worse because the video jumps over some screens but what it's telling you on the screen is like we're going to erase the system now and it's like i haven't backed it up yet like see, but you just kind of i put my faith in it so you say, oh, I want to do the system transfer. And it's like, fine. And then it, it, it says, this will erase off. You're done. Are you happy? And then the new one's like, this is going to format the card. Are you happy? And then are like, okay. So they find themselves over wireless. And then it maybe takes 15 minutes or so. And it starts transferring a bunch of data wirelessly. I don't know. It says what it's transferring, but it's like super weird. It's like transferring your camera data, transferring your saved data, like a bunch of different peculiar things. And it's using this like, Cute little Pikmin animation. like So Pikmin are carrying the information from one oh, yeah. to the other.
1: Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah.
0: So then what you have to do is you have to take the uh, SD card out of the old 3DS, put that into a Mac. You copy the folder onto your desktop or whatever. Then you have to get a, a, a number zero, a size zero Phillips screwdriver to take the back off of the new 3DS. That's incredible. So you need that for the change in the faceplates, by the way, as well. So it's like a really small screwdriver.
1: Wait a second.
0: My dad
1: bought me uh, a set of screwdrivers a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it's like the Philips one, uh, the one that looks like... um. It's a cross. Like a, It's a cross. Yeah, but
0: this is like a really tiny one.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a zero, and he bought me this set. There you go, you
0: a set, you got it, you got what you need. Did he know? Maybe he did. (laughs) So once you've done that, so you unscrew it, you pop the SD card out. Oh, you also have to have like a micro SD to SD card adapter, right? So you can plug it into your computer. My
1: God, this is difficult.
0: So I bought an SD card that had... And, it, and my, I bought a micro SD card that had an SD card adapter that came with it because I knew I needed to do this. So you copy it all on to your computer. You then take the SD card out. You then put pop the micro SD card in to the, to the Mac. You copy and paste it onto that file. And then you put the micro SD card into the new 3DS, screw it back up again, and you're done. Why? I don't know. Why, why does it need to be like this? I don't know. And and like oh so, God. you know, this isn't the only way you could do the wireless transfer, but apparently it takes hours. I I don't
1: I'm know. I'm speechless. Up, it sounds so backwards. Yep. It it. I don't. Know. I mean, I guess you can, if you really want to, you can come up with excuses for this, like Nintendo needs to make sure that piracy is not a problem, or. I don't know, but I mean, I cannot even come up with excuses for this stuff. I mean, there are excuses,
0: but none of them are good enough.
1: No, they're not. You, you never, never, ever in the history of modern software should you have to use a screwdriver (laughs) to do stuff. Yeah, I mean, to be able to get
0: your Games that you've already bought with all the saved games you've data
1: already them. paid with money, yeah. and it's not like the Nintendo DS comes with screwdriver included. It doesn't make any, it. doesn't make
0: any. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's weird that like they're selling these faceplates and stuff, but you need a screwdriver to change them. is insane. <laughs> right. So let's talk about the good things. Yes. Right. Peace. So that was that's the bad thing. That's the annoying okay. thing. The l-
1: screwdriver is the bad stuff. Yeah. I love this okay.
0: system. It's fantastic. Right, so it feels so much nicer to hold. Like I have the white one, and and I don't know what the other faceplate feel like, but the texture on the standard faceplate is really nice. Like it's it's like a a matte kind of texture. It's not shiny and slippery like the last one. Mm-hmm. It feels heavier, but it feels more like hefty. Do you remember how like you what people said about like the iPhone four? It yeah. was like it was lighter, but it like felt a- heavier because it was dense like a little brick. Yeah. yeah, that's how this thing feels. But nice. it's it's soft to touch, right? Because they've got a much nicer plastic that it's made out of. Um holding the regular one now, it's like it's like a minuscule. It's like tiny, even though they're not they're not that much size difference. I think it's because both the screens are bigger. Um the, the 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 main screen, the top screen, it's bigger. I was I think I was hoping it would be a little bigger than this though. But it is mm. bigger and it's nicer to play with, but uh, I think I ideally I think I would like the 3DS XL screen size, but um, every the, the main reasons that I bought this one still remain. I love the buttons, the color buttons yep. are just amazing, and that's the reason for me. It's that nostalgia, uh, mm-hmm. but also I want to be able to have the faceplates. Uh, I have a Yoshi faceplate on the way. I'm very excited about it. Um, the 3D is so much better. Like it's. It, so the head tracking stuff—it really does work. Sometimes you see it kind of like go a bit wonky, mm-hmm. and when it does, it's like whoop. But it only does it for a second, and I think it's because it's trying to recognize where you are. So, like, if you just open it up and you move, it seems to like shudder a bit, but then it kind of gets a pretty good job at it. Like, so I've 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 got Mario open now, and I'm turning him to the right and turning it to the left, and when you do it, there is like a. At some points, it will kind of like jolt for a second, but then it mm-hmm. fixes itself.
1: So, so overall, you think it works?
0: Oh yeah, I, I will definitely use the 3D more mm-hmm. like, now. And
1: DF is the because I I, uh, I read in the reviews that when you look from different angles, it looks better.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I mean. So like, you can move it to the left and right. And like, so you you you're like, you know, you, you, if you moved it around before, you totally lose it. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. do that anymore. Every now and then, it kind of does stutter a bit, as I say. But but all in all, like you you, I don't feel like my head has to remain completely still at all times to play a mm-hmm. 3DS game. And the screen quality is a lot better as well. Um, I was I did seem to be having some trouble with the auto brightness, so I just turned that feature off. I was
1: looking at the picture, the photo that you sent me uh, today. Looking at your photo, I get a Nintendo DS Lite feeling from 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 the new 3DS. Yeah, like, and I don't know, did you did you own a a a DS Lite? It's kind of like that. Yeah, like Uh, it's
0: like a nice little thing, and it's well built. mm -hmm. It's like how like the DS Lite was like uh, it was an improvement, just a general overall improvement. On the DS, Mm -hmm. that's kind of like what this is. You know? And oh man, eShop downloads are way faster. Faster?
1: Yeah. Way faster, yeah. Wow. So it really was a a CPU problem.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, I don't have like numbers, but all I know is I, I was able to download like Donkey Kong and Ocarina of Time onto this. And it didn't feel like it took that long. I remember when I was downloading those games originally, I had to like leave it overnight because of how long it was taking. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you play any games? I've so played. I have played uh, a smattering of games. So I've like just jumped in and tried a few different things. So I played a couple of games of Smash. I played a level two of Donkey Kong Country, um, and Super Mario Brothers two. So I kind of just went in and played a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, the three D looks. Like actually, all of Smash looks amazing. It looks amazing. Okay. And it's clearly because the screens are better quality. Yeah. So like all of the anim- all of the animation looks better. Like all of the menus look way better. Like they they look crisp and clear. Um, because I think that that was something that the, the my 3ds at least was suffering with. It just didn't look good. You know. But this looks way better. Um, and I've been I've actually. I've just loading up a game now. I've been impressed with it. I actually won a game, so I'm going to say that the 3DS makes me better. At, um, <laughs> makes you better at Smash. You you won your first game. Yeah, <laughs> not my first game, but I won a game. A, a game. Oh man, huh. I've got Diddy here. No joke. Yeah, Diddy. yeah, no joke. Did you
1: see? Did you see the that uh, the article about the fact that Diddy Kong is the strongest character? Yep, that's why I'm
0: concerned. <laughs>
1: Gadiri. Uh-huh. Um so tell me tell me about the C stick. Is it uh is it useful? Have you used any game uh with C stick features? Uh, can you use the C stick in Smash? I think you can.
0: Yeah, uh if you can, I don't know what you're using it for because it's not doing anything. Okay, so yeah. maybe you can. Um so I was surprised by it because it feels like it doesn't move. Oh. Yeah. It- it's weird. So
1: it's it's really like, um. what's a good, like, that it doesn't move. It's um, very
0: solid. Like, yes, I feel like it's it's recognizing movement, right? I assume it, well, actually, oh, it's, I'm using it to control the menu now. And okay. it works, but it feels like I'm kind of, it feels like more like it's a solid thing and it's judging the movement by the fact that my skin indents on it that's how it feels like it feels like it doesn't move at all yeah. it's very weird it's very it's not it's not what i expected
1: so tell me mike um high level overview what do you think of the uh, your first impressions of course but what do you think of uh, this new 3ds as opposed to the ps vita and maybe something like an ipad uh do you think it makes sense as a hardware upgrade from Nintendo? Do you think it's late that it should have been this way
0: uh years ago? If you compare from a quality perspective this to the Vita, they're close. Which says that this is what more like what the 3DS should have always been. Mm-hmm. Um it's, it's built very differently and and the considerations that Nintendo make, you can tell is to make it kid-friendly and, and Apple and Sony don't make that consideration with their products. They yeah. go for beauty, right? But yeah. Nintendo go for something that can be dropped a lot and still continue to work. Like you can tell that's a big thing for them. Uh, one um, hardware problem that I have, like one criticism, the placement of the game card slot is really uncomfortable because it's kind of where I put my fingers and I'm like basically digging into an empty hole. Yeah. It's not like I have to find a game to put in it. I don't even think I have any actual games, so I'm going to, to find one or buy one. But like, it's it's kind of an uncomfortable placement for it. I preferred it yeah. when it was on the side and when it was covered up, you know? Mm-hmm. The current, like just having like this empty thing I don't like that about it because it's it's kind of in a bad place for it. But I think for it's this is an up. This is a clear upgrade in every way over the 3ds. And and considering how old the 3ds is now, how many how old is it? Like three years, four years. If I you think. are a fan of the Nintendo handhelds, I recommend this as an upgrade for you because clearly, and this isn't going away for another couple of years, right? So I think for the price, because it's not expensive, like 130 pounds it is here, like this this thing. I mean, obviously I'm talking about the 3ds, not the 3ds XL. Mm-hmm. It's not expensive when the games are 40 pounds each, you know. Um, so I think I think it's a worthy upgrade if you're a fan of the of the platform. I'm more excited to play 3ds games again. Because my problem was the hardware was really getting me down. I didn't like looking at the screen. I just wasn't happy with it overall. So I'm super excited for Majora's Mask. I will be uh, beginning the download this evening. Um, I think we have a question in the chat room from Doug Beale. What's he asking me? Yeah, yes. so in regards to the game slot, I I can stick games in it. And the the previous 3DS games will work. I just don't have any. Um, I I get all of my games from the eShop. Um, so yeah, there you go. I, I'm I'm really happy with it, Federico. I, I'm pleased. Um, it hasn't let me down at all, really. Nice. Do
1: you, do, m- one final question: uh, Do you think it can stand the test of time for the next couple of years, or could you see this console? I mean, it's better. I get it. Like it's better hardware. and It's much better screen. Uh, but is it modern enough
0: by Nintendo standards? Yeah. Um and, and I think that it, I mean it's not doing anything crazy, it's just a refinement on the idea that they created, right? Which is like three yeah. D. Because it's made the key part of the three DS was three D. And up until now it's been a bit of a disappointment. And whilst it's still not perfect, it's it's so much better because the main problem of it was of it was if you moved your head too much, you couldn't see it anymore. Yeah. Right? And they've they've they have Effectively solved that problem. It's not perfect, but it's effectively solved, um, which makes someone like me, who never ever had the 3D on, I will now play games with 3D. So I will, I will try Majora's Mask with 3D. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about the platform again, which is probably good enough for Nintendo, right? To if they can, if they can get people to be excited about it. Nice. I'm looking
1: forward to to getting mine. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm
0: interested to hear how you feel about it as well. You
1: know. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting mine on Saturday, so just a couple of days. So you'll have it for and next week. Yeah, I, I will. I will have my my feedback for next week's show, and hopefully a serious playtime with Majora's Mask. Yeah, Uh I kind of wanted to get Master Hunter for. Uh, but it would be my first one in this series, which I never really understood. Uh, maybe we should do a Monster Hunter show with some sort of expert, because I kind of want to get into this series. Uh, just it, it always felt um, too Japanese in 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 a good way, like too complex for me, because like it's it's full of stuff, you know. Yeah, and I, I kind of feel like I want to understand this game, and I don't know where to start. So I feel I, exactly
0: I will, the same way. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah. very intimidated by it. Yes. Yes. Very
1: very much so. I mean Majora's also,
0: Mask is intimidating enough for me, but
1: Yeah, well, I can I can, I, I can get by, you know, because mm-hmm. it's different Zelda, but it's still Zelda. Uh Master Hunter cannot yeah, I don't know. I, I'm curious but also put off by the complexity. Uh so I'll see. I want to get the the uh what's the the name of um, Xenoblade Chronicles remake for the 3DS, the RPG. Right. Uh, Originally on the Wii, now on the new 3DS. That one I want to get. I'm not sure when it comes out in Europe. Uh, So yeah, I will start with Majora's Mask and I will share my thoughts next
0: week. Cool. right, that's about it. If you want to find the show notes for this week, mentioned before, relay.fm slash virtual slash 26 yes 26 Um, and if you would like to get in touch with us a couple of ways you can do that Um, Federico is at the TG V-I-T-I-C-C-I on Twitter I am iMike I-M-Y-K-E thanks again to Hover for sponsoring this week's show and thank you most for listening until then say goodbye Federico
1: Arrivederci